0: Welcome to A Meaningful Mess, a podcast for educators that believe that it's okay for learning to be messy as long as it's meaningful. I'm your host, Andy McNair. I'm a wife, mom, author, speaker, and passionate educator. I believe in the generation of learners that sit in today's classrooms, and I absolutely love helping other passionate educators find meaning in their mess. Let's get started. Welcome back to A Meaningful Mess podcast. Well, we made it. This is the fourth episode in the four part series engaging today's learners. And today we are going to explore helping our students learn through being challenged. So originally we were going to chat about competition today, but I decided to take a bit of a different spin, a bigger picture, if you will, and explore challenging our learners and what that might look like in the classroom. Challenge, by definition, is a call to take part in a contest or competition. Another definition explains the word as the act of inviting someone to do something that one thinks will be difficult or impossible. You know, I say it often, but it drives me crazy when people describe this generation of learners as spoon-fed or coddled. The reality is that those are things that are done to them. If we don't want that to be the outcome, we simply have to stop spoon feeding and coddling. I'm not suggesting that this is easy. Let's be honest, most of our students know how to play the school game. We give them information, they take that information in, and then do something with it. Unfortunately, sometimes all that they do with it is it onto a worksheet or a test. There's never an opportunity to make a meaningful connection and it's that meaningful connection that results in real learning. So, what role does challenge play in all of this? Well, I think of my own kids or students that I've had in the past. You know, they don't often talk about really easy video games. They don't say to each other, you have to play so and so game, it's so easy. Nope. Instead, they talk about the games that are, you guessed it, challenging. They collaborate to share strategies and ideas to overcome challenges, and they're even willing to learn in order to overcome those challenges. Isn't that what we want to happen in our classrooms? Work that is easy or repetitive simply doesn't have as much meaning as work that is challenging. It's the unknown that sometimes draws us in and results in that willingness to invest that we've talked about throughout this entire series. Let's explore some ways that you can practically engage your learners through challenging them. First of all, I think it's important to acknowledge that challenges should look different for every learner. What is challenging for one student may be super easy for another and vice versa. The only way to challenge learners appropriately is to know them well and give them opportunities to provide feedback when they are or are not challenged. So for a long time, I wasn't a big fan of technology tools like Kahoot, GimKit, and Quizzes. I'm being super honest here, simply because of the way that I had seen them used. You see, I had seen them used in the classroom to review or go over content. The class would play the game, the winner would be announced, and then they would move on. Oftentimes, the winner was the same each time because they were just fast or they memorized the content more effectively than the rest of the class. I would watch as the rest of the class became disengaged because they knew who was going to win, or they just knew they weren't going to win. I recently had a teacher explain to me that she mixes in pop culture questions and other topics that aren't related to the academic content so that everyone has an opportunity to be, be correct at some point or another. I think that's such a good idea and such a great way to get them to that willingness to invest. When she shared that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're a genius. That is a great idea. One of the things that I also, just that I flat out didn't realize, <laughs> I'm not sure why, but I don't think that I ever took time to really look into the feedback that you can receive from using these tools. If you take the time to be intentional and purposeful about what you ask and then use the feedback option to look at the data from the games that are played, all of these tools can have a huge impact on the learning in your classroom. I also like that these tools Kahoot, GemKit, Quizzes, they give the option for students to work on challenges independently. In other words, it doesn't have to be a live competition, but rather a personalized challenge in which they have time to think through their responses to each question. So the bottom line is that I do believe that these tools can be meaningful in the classroom when used with intentionality. It's just a matter of knowing your learners and being purposeful when challenging them. Goal setting is a great way to encourage your learners to challenge themselves. By setting goals in the classroom, they are able to personalize the learning. SMART goals are super popular and used often in the classroom. If you haven't heard of SMART goals, these are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. And in case you didn't catch that, that spells out SMART. (laughs) Setting these goals is something that has to be learned and practiced. Learners have to know why they are setting the goals and how it will impact their learning. Just like anything else we do in the classroom, doing it just for the sake of doing it will not work. I'm also a fan of fast goals. These goals should be frequently discussed, ambitious, specific, and transparent. I really like the transparent piece of this framework as it encourages collaboration and support from their peers, which I think is super important. I also love the idea of students embedding their goals into classroom conversation. So that whole frequently discussed idea I think is really important. So I'll add links in the show notes to some wonderful resources about both of these options and how they can be used in the classroom for sure. Another strategy that you can use in your classroom to challenge your learners is MDF, Most Difficult First. This is really great for gifted learners or high achievers. You know, it's important to ask ourselves before we assign work what mastery looks like. Chances are that a student doesn't need to do something 25 or 30 times to show mastery. So the whole idea behind MDF is to give students the opportunity to show mastery by accomplishing the most difficult work first. If they're able to show mastery of the most difficult problems, chances are that they are ready to experience new learning or go deeper than what is being assigned. Finally, I'm a big fan of one minute papers. This strategy works exactly as it's called. Learners are given one minute to write a response to a question, reflect on what they've learned, or share a new idea. Challenge your learners to try this by asking specific questions and putting a one-minute timer on the board or on your projector. Teacher Ready actually shares eight questions to ask students while completing the minute paper. And I'll link to this article in the show notes, of course. But some examples are, what was the most important, significant, crucial thing that you learned in today's class? What was the muddiest point in today's learning experience? I mean, let's think about that. If they say there wasn't a muddy point or I understood everything, then they obviously weren't challenged today. I also like the question, what is the main application of the material that we discussed today? So how can you take this and do something with it? All of these will give you a glimpse into how challenged your learners feel. I also think that this could be done orally using Flipgrid, You could give your students one minute to respond to one of these questions on Flipgrid. Such a great way to gain insight and give your learners an opportunity to share their thoughts and perspectives on what was learned that day. So challenging your learners in the classroom is really not difficult at all. It's a matter of knowing them well, giving them opportunities to provide feedback, and a willingness to try new strategies and ideas. As always, I hope that you've at least found one thing in today's podcast that can be implemented immediately into your classroom. This is the last episode in our series, Engaging Today's Learners. We've talked about engaging through creativity, connection, curiosity and challenge. These are only a few of the 12 C's of engagement discussed in a wonderful article written by Robert Ward. I've linked to that in the article in each of these podcasts, so check it out for sure. In closing, I'd just like to remind you that engagement is simply a willingness to invest from your learners. What can be done in your classroom to get that willingness to invest so that real learning can occur? Take some time to really reflect on the current level of engagement in your classroom. How willing are your learners and what are some practical things that you can do to move the needle? Thank you so much for joining me today, and I'll talk to you soon. So much for taking time out of your day to learn with me today. I absolutely love this community and enjoy sharing and learning with you. Check out today's episode notes by swapping up in most podcast apps. If you'd like to learn and connect more, you can follow me over on Twitter at McNairAN3, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at A Meaningful Mess. You can always find tons of resources, inspiration, and information over on my website, andymcnair.com. Be sure to check out my blog, Genius Hour resources, and so much more. Enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, I hope that today's episode has inspired you to find meaning in your mess.